Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Thank you, Christopher. We have one more hour to go here. And we will certainly keep you up to date on anything that happens with DeMar Hamlin. Uh, not just today, but throughout the evening here on the station and obviously uh, tomorrow and uh, beyond. And hopefully uh, it's not too much longer and we have really positive news that comes out of this particular situation. So we're, uh, we're, we're keeping our fingers crossed and making sure that uh, everyone is sending positive energy to that young man and his family. So Yeah, and the shame of it all is, is that on here it is now. It's Tuesday night, right? And um, there's not one game on right now that could make me stop thinking about this situation like something to take like lsu kentucky in college basketball sorry guys not going to do it kansas at texas tech not going to take my mind off this there's just not a game george for me to go you know what i'm going to watch this because this will take my mind off it and i just don't have that right now Mm -hmm. you got a game any game not really yeah. I mean, I've got a game on right now. I'm watching Milwaukee and uh, the Bucks and Wizards, but uh, I mean, not really. Intently. Where are you watching that at? It's on NBA TV. <laughs> what happened? You don't have NBA TV? Hold on, hold on. NBA TV. <laughs> oh, there it is. Washington at Milwaukee. There you go. There it is. Well, now I'm on the same page. Joe Ingles. Joe Ingles returning today. Oh, I of course, naturally. Yeah. Everybody knows that. Could be a big. Big addition for the uh, Bucks. He uh, signed for the mid level, and uh, was hurt, you know, from last year. So he uh, was still recuperating. So good player, Joe Ingles. I got it fifty four forty nine with one oh four to go in the second quarter. Are you ahead of me? I have fifty five forty nine. Oh gosh, darn it! Yeah, sorry. It con- right. Continues to be the case. Yeah, it looks like Giannis is going to the line. Yeah, he's Listen, already he's- made the first free throw. Yeah, I missed that part. Yeah. Well, I haven't gotten there yet. Yeah, he's already ready to shoot the second free throw on my TV. Here in the I, like those, I like those fluorescent green uh, dogs he's wearing today. Yeah. I love the fluorescent colors, period, on Me the, too. Uh, a lot of the uh, the sneakers that are being shown these days. Yep. And the kids oh. are wearing. The kids, well, Cappy. A lot of people were giving me a hard time. You know, I was up in Mammoth over the last couple of days mm-hmm. um, trying to ski, but the weather was not cooperating so much. And uh, this year... Because it was storming. Oh, George, you yeah. can't even believe it, man. Yeah. The, the well, I mean, winds, I, I can. I saw the pictures. I mean, the winds were and... over 100 miles an hour. Yeah. The slopes were not, you know, there was so dude, much. Dude, it was like 30 or 40 mile per hour gusts here in L.A. Yeah, there were there was so much, um, uh, what do they call it, um, mitigation for uh, for avalanches. Like you could, it was like it was like being near Camp Pendleton. Boom, boom, boom. Like uh, like rockets were exploding, but they were, you know, they were doing all this avalanche mitigation, and it just between all the rain, the snow, the wind, it just wasn't great conditions. But this year, see, I usually ski in all black, mm-hmm. black pants, black jacket. Mm-hmm. My girlfriend will say to me, "I can't find you on the slopes because you're in all black. Like, can you get some color going?" So I decided I wanted to wear like what Giannis is wearing tonight with these fluorescent green sneakers. Mm-hmm. So I, wa- I wore a fluorescent green top mm-hmm. with my black coat, and then I got into these like royal blue pants. So I mean, I, I stand out. Like mm-hmm. I'm like now I'm that like obnoxious, you need sunglasses to stand next to me kind of guy. But I was, really didn't get to show it off all that much because uh, the weather just didn't cooperate, you know. But I do love this, this fluorescent stuff. Even people see the Seahawks, you know, where it's like, yeah, I'm like, no, those are awesome. So I like all the fluorescent stuff. Okay, great. Um, so let's finish this conversation about LeBron and the Lakers mm-hmm. after his comments, which, by the way, they've won three out of four, so they should be commended for that because he's been incredible, right? So he's kept them afloat single-handedly. You were saying there's no reason to make the moves because they don't. They look like a team that is, you know, not um, not capable of of steering the ship in the right direction. Well. They've won three out of four because he's literally just said, all right, I'm just going to do this by myself if I have to now. Yeah, and it's been amazing to watch. And this is what I said to you earlier in the season when you said you really think that at 38 years old he can be superhuman. And I For went, every yeah. game. I know, but my expectation is, yes, he can be or he has to be. But he didn't have to be when AD 
was on fire and scoring 35 points a game. But now, because AD is out, and I don't know if you have any inside information on this, but the reporting on it has been there's still no timetable for Anthony Davis per se. Mm -hmm. I mean, he came out and he spoke to the media for the first time last week, and he was like, hey, I think I'm progressing really well. The pain has subsided, blah, blah, blah. But yet, he's not back in uniform. And, And when he comes back, the day that he comes back, is is AD the 35-point-a-game guy, or is AD the guy that just has to play a little bit here and a little bit there, and, and he can't really give you everything, and they got to put him on a pitch count, and they got to limit his minutes, blah. You know, these are the, this is the problem with this year's team is what I'm getting at, mm-hmm. is that Russ makes too much money for what he brings to the table. AD has proven yet again can't stay healthy, and the supporting cast isn't very good, but... If you wait until the offseason and you get rid of Russ's contract and, you know, AD doesn't play as much as he has to this year because he's already hurt again, maybe next year or maybe this offseason, because you mentioned the, the draft picks. I don't care about the draft picks. I don't care about 27 and 29. I don't care about that. What I care about is using those draft picks to get the right players around LeBron and AD not just making a trade for trade's sake. That's what I right, care about. But what does that even mean, the right players? Well, players that can legitimately help this team win a championship, not guys that will just make them a little bit better. But in a Western conference that is completely wide open, like there can be guys that can make that happen if AD comes back, especially just, the way LeBron it. is playing. You just said it, if... Okay, even if they're not, even if he doesn't come back, you get the right player. The way LeBron's playing, it they may it may not need to be. You've got assets in theory. We've been talking about how you can trade Russ's contract, you can trade the picks, you can trade Pat Beverly's contract, you can trade Kendrick Nunn's uh, uh, contract. So you've got a lot of contracts you can trade that you can match salaries with, and you've got the two assets. Those two assets may or may not become anything. You know what you're not going to get moving forward? Another LeBron James. Now, here's what I would say if I were the Los Angeles Lakers. If This is the way I would think. If I were had, and clearly I don't have a seat at that table. You're the Los Angeles Lakers. This is what I would say in the meeting. We are the Los Angeles Lakers, okay? We are the crown jewel of the NBA. If we help this man by putting the best pieces we can around him this offseason, or this season, like we talked about, like you, Rob Palinka, talked about at a press conference just a few months ago, okay, that you will be willing to trade those picks for the right pieces, then we must try to do that because we're the Los Angeles Lakers and we try to play for championships and there's an opportunity here that is rare. The last time, I have I don't remember a Western Conference that's this wide open. So what I would add to you is this. Because of that, there is a chance. And I would not have said that. You, Kaplan, I'm stepping outside my body for a second. I'm no longer at the meeting. I'm, I oh, you've to- left the table at the meeting? For a second. Okay. And I've told you, nah, they're not winning anything. Nah. Now, I'm not so sure. It depends on what they can get. Now, I don't think it's likely, but I don't think it's completely out of the realm of possibility where I would have told you, bro, 99% chance no. Now I've swung at least a little further the other direction. So here's the thing. Now I'm back at the table. We're the Los Angeles Lakers. We're the crown jewel of the NBA. If we get this man a team, we may be able to compete in this Western Conference. Who the hell knows what happens? And ultimately, who cares about those picks? Because we're the Lakers. If we play this right, we're going to be able to get the next star that's disgruntled because that's part of what we do too and we've done it historically now he may not be LeBron James he may not be Kobe Bryant but we may be able to put a team together that will have that disgruntled next superstar but if if we don't do it if we don't put this team around this man and give him every chance to win I think people are going to look at us a little differently and be like hmm I know we're the Lakers or they're the Lakers but you know they kind of did LeBron wrong at the end and I, I, you don't want that. Why did they do that when they didn't do it with anyone else that they had that was their superstar? Are they changing kind of trajectories here? Like, what's going on there? People are going to ask those questions. So, as the Los Angeles Lakers, we don't want that. All right, I'm leaving this. the meeting now. See you later. All right, let me ask you this, though. Yeah. Would you say that they did Kobe wrong in no. the last three, four years of his career? I mean, after after the, the final championship that Kobe won, did they do him wrong? 
by not building a team that could compete? How many years did Kobe play after the last championship that he and Powell won together? They got six. I want to say six. Because it was 2016. And and of the six years after the championship, well, I got to do the math. I mean, I actually got to, but but however many years it is. They won the championship, right? Mm -hmm. What year? Uh, 2010. That was against Boston. Then they lost the conference semis. The year after that, that was Phil's last year. Mm-hmm. Then the year after that, no, no, they lost the conference semis. Yeah, that was the year after, and then Mike Brown took over, right? So that happened, and then they also lost in the conference semis mm-hmm. with Mike Brown. Then they fired Mike Brown the year after that, and I think ended up hiring Mike D'Antoni with like a mix of like Bernie Bickerstaff somewhere in the middle there as an interim coach for a little bit. Um, yeah, so it that was it. Like, that was their run. And then the next three years of Kobe's career were just no playoffs. Okay, well, that's what I'm getting at, is that, is that you know, did everybody say, hey, we're wronging Kobe Bryant because we're not, we're wasting the final years of Kobe's career? I think those things are a little different, though. Kobe Bryant was coming back off an Achilles, knee injuries, like he was not the same player anymore. No, no, like this, point, but, like no, no, but that's not like a small detail here. Um, but but he was but he was going to put on a uniform. He was going to go out and play every night. He was a five time champion. The, yeah, but they he gave him the face of right, their organization. They they wanted and they gave him a big money deal at the right. end, and knowing that him. he was not that. His play, may he rest in peace, his play on the floor would not equal to what they were paying. They were paying him for past performance, not future performance. Fair enough. There. Fair but enough. But that's not the same scenario they're in now. No, no. But but if here's what I'm getting at. If the Lakers organizationally have a philosophy of all we do is pursue championships, there's evidence in the past that says not always. And so I, I hear what you're saying. But they did cater to him by giving him the contract. Yes, they did, because it was good for their business to keep their superstar on their team. But And but, also good for him, because it, it kept him a Laker for his whole life. And by the way, the extension, good for LeBron. I mean, it's like $100 million nearby, right? I understand, but he's also still capable of winning championships. He's not in the same place Kobe Bryant was at that stage of his career. Listen, I, I get what you're saying. But okay. do you? Because you yeah, keep telling me no, like it's it, different, though. No, no, but all I'm saying to you is... Or is like it's the same when it's I not. I don't necessarily agree 100%, which is there might be a part where the Lakers organizationally think to themselves, if he wants out, if he doesn't think we're, we can do this for him, then we should start preparing for life after LeBron. And in the last two years, while he's under contract to the Lakers, and this is going into next year, maybe they should really consider trading him. Because let me ask you a question. What's the plan when he's done? Start from ground zero? So why... why I'm guessing. Start, I don't know. But, but, <laughs> That's, but why, I wouldn't know. How the hell would why, I know? Well, because you were at the table. No, but a few moments it was ago. the mythical table. Oh, okay. Got it on. was me telling them what I think they should do. Okay, but they don't listen to me. I mean, clearly they don't listen to me. I mean, they listen, but they don't like what they hear. But they, So they don't listen. You know what I mean? But the thing is, is that if, if let's just say LeBron plays two more years for the Lakers. Just mm-hmm. play this out with me. You ready? Mm-hmm plays two more years and his contract expires yeah which by the way he can opt out after one more year after this okay. so so let's just say he plays one more year and then he opts out then you're sitting there stuck well what do we do now we'll start over okay well what did we get for lebron when we had him nothing he opted out so all i'm saying is is that if lebron based on the comments we played earlier is starting to push for I, I, I think you, I think you're inherently missing that if they don't they don't do this for LeBron, it's going to hurt them in the long run. Well, that's a that's a um, that's a theory. It's not a guarantee. Okay, it's not a guarantee, but it's a pretty good educated guess, is what I would say. Because that, you know what got LeBron players, here? What you, got LeBron here? What part of what got LeBron here was the way that they gave Kobe that extension at the end. Yeah, but the other part of what got LeBron here was him wanting to be in right. LA. But you again, this is where you put your own sensibilities to this. I'm not dismissing that part of the equation, but I would tell you from a basketball perspective, it was 
they were applauded by other basketball players, whether it was LeBron, all those contemporaries at that time applauded the Lakers for what they did for Kobe, including LeBron. And it was part of the factor because it was reported as such. So, like, you apply your own sensibilities because the first place you go is business and money, where I will tell you clearly, yes, LeBron, that is part of it, but most importantly to him is the basketball because if not, he wouldn't continue to reiterate these things that are coming up. Yeah, I know what you're saying, but but like if you're a player and you go, hey, you know what? I don't like the way they did LeBron his last two years. I don't want to play for those guys. Maybe what you would be saying is, I don't know if I trust ownership. I don't know if I trust the front office, so I'm not sure I want to go there, even though I wanted to play for the Lakers and even though I wanted to play in L.A. and even though I think I can get movies and commercials and a lot more Wait, money Wait, but do you remember floor. how many – I mean, dude, this is a franchise that before LeBron couldn't get a meeting with, you know, Carmelo Anthony or, De- or Kevin Durant. You know what I'm saying? Like, let's I do not, understand. Like, like – that stuff can happen again for a while. Maybe not forever. Well, but that's my point. Is what do you have to lose to trade the picks? Nothing. You, if if you trade those picks, you're going to show that extend that same goodwill to him that you extended to Kobe via contract. Okay, and when he's more ready to play at this stage of his career than Kobe was at that stage, and you're going to still have the goodwill of saying, "Oh man, they at least tried for LeBron at the end." Like, that doesn't hurt you, and that allows you to help get that next guy. Like, that is not a small thing in this sport. I'm feeling you, but... Um, I mean, but you're not. No, no, it's not that I'm not... I mean, I feel what you're saying, but but I honestly think that the Lakers need to organizationally think to themselves, we have been star-driven for all this time, and um, lately we've been star-driven, and here's what's happened. Um, one guy's getting older, one guy can't stay healthy, and one guy really isn't a winner. And so we've got three stars, and only one of them's really a star. And um, maybe we got to start preparing for life after LeBron. Okay. And and maybe cool. we need to maybe we need to even accommodate okay. him. Okay. Well, life him. after LeBron is not going to be fun for a while. That's for sure. Well, it's probably not. Regardless, right? Um, sure, but <laughs> you're also. Do you have faith that they will get this right, the rebuild too, or no? Uh, no. Okay, then what are we talking about here? If you don't have faith they're going to do it, like if you had, if you would have said yes, then I'd be like, okay, all right, yeah, then no, I get I, it. I don't. But I then, don't. then what are you? What do you care if they trade the picks? Oh, I don't care if they trade the picks at all. I don't care. The picks mean nothing to me. Right. But if you or whoever else out there is listening doesn't believe that they can pull off the rebuild, which I don't know the answer. I mean, you were far more definitive than I could be. I don't know. Um, but. If, that, if that's what you believe, then you should absolutely be on my side of this. Yeah, but I'm not even sure I have the faith that they would make the right moves, even using these picks right now. That's my problem. Well, there's only so many types of players that are available. You know what I mean? Like, there's only so many players that are going to be available. And by the way, they're not going to be available till very late in the equation. So, um, all right, enough of that. You know what you and I have dis- are going to discuss next? Something that you have been avoiding the entire show. Something you have avoided the entire break on our text chats. I haven't avoided anything. Oh, yes, you have. I disagree. All right. We will get to that coming up next. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Thank you, Christopher. Yes, we will keep you up to date on the tragedy we saw yesterday. And again, we are all pulling for DeMar Hamlin and his family, sending all the positive energy, prayers, thoughts, etc., and hopefully we've, uh, we'll have good news. The only news we have to the moment is that it seems like, according to reports, that he is breathing more on his own, less on a ventilator, which is a pretty good sign. So hopefully 
that indeed is the case moving forward, and we get more positive news as the night continues. Yeah, come on, kid. Come and, on, man. Pull out of this thing. And the morning continues, and of course, we'll have all the information for you here on this developing story on DeMar Hamlin here on 710 ESPN. So we'll keep you up to date on that. In the interim, Scott Kaplan. George Sedano. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. You have avoided one topic and one topic in particular. I disagree. You don't even know what topic I'm talking about. Right. Well, at least you said you don't know the topic. But I haven't avoided any topics. I mean, we've we've talked a lot about DeMar Hamlin because it's a very somber story. Yeah. And it's the story that everybody's talking about. That's number one. Mm -hmm. Number two, we've been talking about the Lakers Mm -hmm. and, you know, winning a couple of games here recently. And, and, uh, you know, LeBron and what they should do. I'm not avoiding that topic. So any topic you have presented to me, I have have chosen to go head on. Not avoid. No avoid. So if you look at the football landscape here. What would you like to talk about? You want to talk about the Raiders? In Los Angeles. Oh, oh. oh, Then we should talk about the Raiders. We will talk about the Raiders. Oh. But. When you look at the football land, uh, landscape here in Los Angeles, there's one team left standing. And it's the team that you are a card-carrying member of their hater club. No, 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 wrong. Not a card-carrying member. The founder and the president and a card-carrying member of the hater club. So it's more than just a card-carrying member. I'm not just some random member. I'm the guy you're who the started the club. Your president also a client. I'm the founder. Yeah. I founded this club. You're like the hair club for men guy. Similar. What was his name? Cy Sperling? Does yes, that sound right? Yes. Uh, like, president hey, where did that come from? Yes. Where the hell did that come from? Yes, great job. Um, so they are the only ones left standing. They are getting healthy at the right time. Mm-hmm. And now, although Derwin James obviously is in protocol, if I recall, if I recall correctly. But Joey uh, Boza is back, right? Um, um, I mean, Joey Bosa played a little bit, right? Yeah, but yeah. he was out for ten weeks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it looks like Rashawn Jenkins could potentially be coming back too. Now I'm reading, and they've gotten their receivers back the last couple of weeks, and now they're starting to look like the team people envisioned earlier in the season, which was held together by like you know rubber bands and and glue and not even the good glue, not like crazy glue, like Elmer's glue. Um, you know, and like sticks, and now they're starting to look like the team people thought they were going to look like. Mm-hmm. But yet, mm-hmm. you have not even addressed them—not in our chats, not in uh, on the show, mm-hmm. not in the community, mm-hmm. nowhere. Well, you know, earlier today you said something very interesting. Mm-hmm. You said that um, you know we were talking about the Lakers. And you said something to the effect of, well, Cap, you're, you're just on the other side of this. You know, you're just doing this to kind of poke at me. You're just kind of on the other side of it, right? I would look at you and say the same thing. I mean, are you, are you now a Charger fan? I'm not, but when they're the only team left standing in L.A., you know, I would say that they're worth discussing. Okay, let's discuss them. Let me ask you a question. Ask me a question. You think the Rams are a good football team this year? I do not. Okay. Um, what do you think about the Colts? Although they did look much better with Baker Mayfield recently. Okay. Yeah. Okay, I'll buy that. Colts are not a good team. How about the Titans? You think the Titans are good? Uh, not at the moment. Kind of middle of the road. They right? were like better earlier this year, and then you know they got all destroyed by injuries. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago, mm-hmm. uh, when the Chargers beat them seventeen fourteen, are they yeah. a good football team? Yeah. Um, how about the Dolphins? Now, now look at the Dolphins. They were uh, now they've lost a bunch in a row, but that's not a bad team. No, they were when they were about eight and four. That's Every, what they were. They were eight and three. They came here, or eight and four when they came here. Right. They had lost to San Francisco. They stayed on the West Coast. They mm-hmm. went down to play the Chargers, and they lost again. Right. Twenty three seventeen. And the Dolphins. Can we agree? Have fallen apart. They have. They've also been more injured since they played the Chargers. Okay. So the so the Chargers have beaten the Dolphins, who've fallen apart. Mm-hmm. They've beaten the Titans, who are kind of middle of the road anyway. Mm-hmm. They've beaten the Colts, who are trash. Mm-hmm. And they've beaten the Rams, who, in all seriousness, this past weekend. The Rams look like they were playing in the preseason. You know, there's no Matthew Stafford. There's no Cooper Cup. There's no Aaron Donald. There's, it's literally like a preseason team. Okay, but they've won four in a row. Right. Yeah. That's right. And, and, and you know what, George? They're probably going to win five in a row. Yeah. Because they're playing the Broncos. Right. Who, to, to the Broncos' credit, yeah. put up a fight this past weekend, mm-hmm. you know, in a game against Kansas City where mm-hmm. nobody probably gave them a chance. Mm-hmm. They put up a fight. Right. So, so they'll play with some heart. Yeah. You know, they're not going to quit. Right. 
But chances are the Chargers should win that game, although the game's in Denver. Uh-huh. And the Chargers will go into the playoffs winning five games in a row. Mm-hmm. That's pr- it's impressive. Mm-hmm. It is. Mm-hmm. But you got to understand something. Okay, so you're basically saying the schedule is the reason they're winning. Well, I would say that they've caught teams at the right time. Or you know, teams caught them at the wrong time earlier this year, too. Yeah, I mean, listen, Miami was a team that many of us, myself included, thought these guys could make an impact this year. And they lost the game the week before in San Francisco. They came down to L.A. They lost against the Chargers. And they have fallen apart, the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. The Titans are a team that no one really believed in, even though they were in the AFC Championship last year and mm-hmm. they were they were the number one seed, but mm-hmm. no one really buys the Titans. Mm-hmm. The Colts are obviously a disaster. They fired their coach in the middle of the year. Mm-hmm. And the Rams, we understand what happened to the Rams, from mm-hmm. the Super Bowl and the best team in football and F them picks right. to we're completely so, screwed. L- let's just do this real quick. Yeah, you, so you don't buy the schedule. So the Chargers, I believe, if I recall correctly, right now mm-hmm. are the four seed. And they would play the Baltimore Ravens, who don't have Lamar Jackson at the moment. Mm-hmm. Do you believe they would win that game? If they, they could. They yeah. could win it. Yeah, They could. I mean, it depends on where the game is. Uh, it because... would be in L.A. right now. Okay, well then, yeah, they got a really good chance to win that game. Okay, and then that's it. Then they are all of a sudden in the divisional round of the playoffs. Okay, so let me ask you a question. So that means, at that yeah. point, mm-hmm. they are in the final four teams in the AFC. Okay, so let me ask you your opinion on something. Uh-huh. We don't know what's going to happen with the Buffalo Bills, but just on paper. You think the Chargers are better than the Bills? On paper, I don't. Okay. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals. You think the Chargers are better than the Bengals? I think that they can. I think they're on similar footing. I don't think that there's a huge gap between the two teams. Why? Because they're the Cincinnati Bengals, and you have a preconceived thought on no, who they are historically. I, on the I mean, contrary, they were in the Super Bowl. Team. They were in the Super Bowl last year, and right. they they won. They've won seven straight games. They actually right. have the longer winning streak between them and the Chargers. But so, I, what so I would say they, is, why are they I, so close? Because I don't think the Cincinnati Bengals are some sort of juggernaut. I think that they. Um, they have a good running game. They have a good quarterback, good receivers. Amazing receivers. But I think their defense can be had. Okay, how about the Chiefs? you think the Chargers are better than the Chiefs? I don't think the Chargers are better than the Chiefs, but the Chargers have shown to be very competitive with the Chiefs in recent years. Okay, so here's what I'll say to you. Because here's what I love about our audience. Here's what I love about the circle. No one in the circle is a Charger fan. No one in the circle even cares or even thought about the Chargers. Yourself and Beto Duran included. But what I love about what everybody's doing is you guys know that I'm the president. You guys know that I'm the founder of the Hater Club. And I like the fact that you guys find it entertaining that the Chargers are doing well, which you assume is killing me. It just must be eating me up, right? Okay, what level do we need? Do they need to get that eats you up? They got to win the Super Bowl. Oh, I mean, come on. There's if no way win- that you don't get annoyed well before that. Oh, no. No, no. I won't get annoyed well before that. Oh, you know stop. Why? No, Nobody's no, no, buying No, no. You know why? Because I've seen this movie before. What was the last time they went deep into the playoffs? You tell me. It's been a long time. Right. So my point is, if they get to an AFC title game, you're going to be like, oh, man, they got to an AFC title game? No, I'm going to be like this. I'm going to be like, God, I hope they lose. Jeez, I hope Right. Lose. That's God, my point. But, but I'm like that every Sunday. Uh, every Sunday so, I want them to So lose. then, they too. So we're right to think what we think. Which is? That it does annoy you. No. See, you're wrong. See, I enjoy hate watching. I enjoy rooting against them. Right. And I know. So when they win, yeah. it's got to bother you. No. No? But but what will what will bring me tremendous pleasure. Uh, okay, no, but what will bring you pleasure is if, when, if and when they lose. Not if. When? Okay, but that's the point, is that clearly you can't have one without the other. It's like a yin and yang. Yeah, it's kind of like um, when they win, I'm a little indifferent, and then I come up with all these excuses about, oh, they beat the Rams, they stink. Right. Oh, they beat the Colts, yeah. they stink. But I can't wait for Could you Could you to- imagine yeah, what this show would be like if the Chargers somehow won the Super Bowl this year? If they win the Super Bowl, I'm not going to say oh something outrageous. Oh, my God, Laura, Laura just I'm like not, shook no. her head. She's like, oh, no. I'm not going to say something outrageous like people say, oh, if they win the Super Bowl, I'll walk from San Francisco. You need to get a like, tattoo on your butt no, of no the tattoos, bolt. No tattoos. No yeah. tattoos of any Only kind. Rachel and your dog can see it. No, no tattoo. Now, the dog, I mean, when we sleep together. And, and you naked, shower. He, he's, yes, but he's. We're butt to butt, so he's not really looking. Right, at but the in the butt. shower, he could see the bolt on your butt. If Probably, you no, there will be no bolt on ah, the butt. Ah, come on. No bolt. No, no tattoo. Mm. But I'll tell you this. I want you to do me a favor. Do you a favor. Yep. I want you to keep on going. 
I want you to keep taking pleasure in what you assume is my pain because I'm telling you now. Yeah. They're not going anywhere. I mean, that's fine, but they've already had a more successful season than you anticipated. You literally didn't believe they'd make the playoffs. Well, I mean, listen, I saw how how many guys were hurt in the middle of the season. And, and they thought, still overcame all of that. To me, this has already been a success because you already have to eat it a little bit. Mm, what do you mean? Yet. Mm. Not yet. What do you mean, no? Not yet. You said they wouldn't make the playoffs. I don't remember saying that or oh, not saying that. come on. But I want you to keep doing what you're doing, which is you're not a fan, but what you are enjoying is you assume that I'm hurting, oh. that, that I feel like an idiot. And that well, no, I don't think you feel like an the, idiot, but you certainly don't love that they win. No, no, but the but you assume that their winning brings me tremendous pain, and that brings you tremendous pleasure. What will bring me tremendous eh, pleasure? I don't know about is that. Watch, that seems exaggerated. It, I when they fall apart, when they lose to a Jacksonville in the playoffs, they're not going to play Jacksonville or, right now. Well, I'm just but, I'm just yeah. saying when when something happens that you don't expect. When when they lose, of course it's football. They, I mean, they, are you serious? It's a one game sample. When they're playing the Chiefs in the AFC Championship game, oh, now you they, got them in the AFC they, Championship and they, game, and they've got them down, and it's twenty four to three, and it's and the right, fourth and then quarter, and then one of the greatest sudden, Patrick Mahomes yeah. comes to life, right? And because he's Patrick and, Mahomes, and and Herbert throws a, a pick six, and then somebody fall, and they charge her and Spanos all over themselves. That will bring me tremendous pleasure. I will say this. Patrick Mahomes could be down like 30, and I still would believe that he would win. Okay? I just want to say to everybody in the circle of trust, I feel you, I appreciate you, but I also know you're not a Charger fan. I mean, Patrick Mahomes. You're only doing this because you think it's getting to me, and I like that. Patrick Mahomes, I believe, is 13-9, and including the postseason in games he's trailed by double digits. Like, that's insane. No other quarterback in NFL history has a winning record in that scenario. None. Not your boyfriend, Tom Brady. Nobody. Love Tom Brady. Bucks are bad. Hey, Bucks may may be in the Super Bowl this year. Get out of here. Come on, don't count out Tom Brady. Get out of here. Don't count him out. No, I'm counting him out. got to get in the tournament. I'm counting them out. They barely beat Carolina with Sam Darnold. At home. George. Getting better at the right time of the year. At home. They couldn't. They barely survived Sam Darnold. Uh, all right, let's get to the Raiders, though. Now, did the Raiders have another uh, another good loss, Cappy? Answer that question on the other side. We'll do that next. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this, too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. We are absolutely showing all we can in regards to positive energy towards DeMar Hamlin and his family and... Hopefully we have good news here sooner rather than later. And if there's any update on this ongoing developing story, we will certainly be the first to give it to you here. And whether it's our show, the shows after us on the network, or the guys in the morning, uh, Keyshawn J. Will and Max, and of course Sliwa, uh, Travis and Sliwa, and then Mason Ireland with John returning tomorrow. So there you go. But, Cappy, you, I didn't realize that the community was giving you grief uh, about the Chargers, but I do find that pretty hilarious. Oh, it's great. It's great. What I love about it is it's not like, um, for example, you know, let's say I was a Clippers fan, right? And all the Laker fans that listen to the home of LeBron and the home of the Lakers here on 710, all the Laker fans are giving me the business because I'm a Clipper fan in theory. It's like nobody's a Charger fan. Well, Dead Meow 5, who is um – a great does a great job of keeping you accountable in the mm-hmm. Sedano and Cap circle of trust, and you can be part of our community, which you have to get an invite or you have to apply for an invite because we had too many bots. I mean, Elon what's, was supposed what's to. What's Dead Meow saying today? Because he's one of the he's he's a provocateur. He in is. Circle. Well, he yeah. listens to your Cappy Cast, so mm-hmm. uh, he he hears both sides of the coin. No, and, no, both sides, same side. And he says here, Cappy loves the Chargers so much that he talks about them in the Cappy Cast a lot, at least a segment a day. Now he says that the schedule helped them as opposed to before saying the Chargers uh, were going to Charger and lose out and miss the playoffs. So is that what you were saying on the Cappy cast? 
I would say this to Dead Meow. Do me a favor. Find the find audio. Find it. Yeah, yeah, find the audio yeah. and make me look stupid. That's all. Oh, um, you're, I mean, you're giving him a homework assignment. Yeah, no, no. He can do it. He's good. He's a, he's a good listener. And and he's he's a he's a great intaker of our content yeah. in many different forms. Mm-hmm. So I would say to Dead Meow, find it yeah. and call the show yeah. and air it and um and prove me to be uh I don't know, prove me, make me look stupid. By the but, way. But as far as as far as why I would be talking about the Chargers daily on the Cappy cast, it's because number one, that show is primarily San Diego focused. Right, and you hate and you all hate them down there. Right, and and, and that's like I'll give you an example. Tim in in the OC, mm-hmm. in the circle of trust. Mm-hmm. I think he had a comment recently that um, when the Chargers won this game this past weekend, there would be a big uh, celebration in San Diego for the Chargers. And it's quite the opposite, could, I would imagine. Of course, it's the opposite. That's the whole point. That's why everybody's busting my freaking you know what's over here. You know, everybody's like, oh, the Chargers are winning. That means Cappy's going to be all upset. His Charger hater. Now, are you going to do the same thing? Someone brought this up in the Sedano and Cap Circle of Trust. Are you going to do the same thing you did with the Padres now and then with the Chargers, where you're like going to be like, "Oh, I don't love the Padres," and then all of a sudden you're going to make up with the Chargers when they win the Super Bowl? No, no. no. Oh, I do love you, Chargers. I'm so sorry. No, this is much more personal. Much more personal. Well, it certainly is. The Padres thing was like a whole internal conflict problem. Yeah. You know, this is on the certain. This is not something that. that I'm hiding, you know. I mean, I'm I'm telling you straight up that I'm the president and the founder of the Charger Hater Club. I'm a card carrying member. Mm-hmm. I pass cards out to people, yeah. and I will just tell you this: yeah. that most of the people that I encounter are Charger haters, and and the people in the circle of trust. Oh, I God, love you all. Yeah. They are they are not Charger fans. They just want to see me suffer, and I understand that. I get that. Right, I, I do. I understand it. Okay, I I believe it. Um, so either way, what I would add to you is this, let's talk about the Raiders for a second. Let's do it. Cause Did, I, I just happen to be watching the Raiders Niners game on the NFL network right now. It, it, was it a good loss? You, you claimed that they had a good, was it a good loss to the chargers? Is that how we can tie this together earlier this week, season? Week one. Yeah. The chargers play the Raiders. They beat them. Yeah. The chargers win the game. Yeah. I come on the air and I say something to the effect of, you know, listen, most people don't really think the the Raiders are very good. Mm-hmm. First year head coach, blah blah blah, and so you know they were very competitive. And you know, frankly, it's that's kind of a good loss. And everybody's been busting my chops ever since. Yeah. But here, but guess what? What did they have a good loss this weekend? You're damn right they did. Oh come on. <laughs> what you think that just because Jared Stidham had one good game, they found their quarterback now? Not necessarily, oh. but but let me ask you this: um, Did you think that the Raiders were going to beat the Niners? I don't know. I mean, it's the NFL. It's one game. We've I seen know, but Brock you, you Purdy. Like to talk about Brock wait, Purdy has about, won how many games for the Niners? I don't know, three or four. I mean, he was literally the last pick in the draft. So. I know, but but did you? But if you would have bet the game, if I, I as a matter of fact, I I did bet the Raiders in that game. Okay, and what was the line? I believe it was they were six point dogs. Okay, and so did you think they were going to cover, or did you think? They I mean, were I bet win? them because I thought they were going to cover. Yes. Okay, but you didn't probably think. You know, I really believe the Raiders are going to win. Well, this I mean, if I'm betting something, then I do believe it. Yes, that is the uh, actually the the exact reason I'm betting it. Eh, cover versus win, or well, cover, different. but that means I thought they'd be competitive because Jared Stidham was from New England, and that's where and he Josh McDaniels was his coach, so right. he knows exactly what he wants to run. Right, but there was so much controversy last week yeah. around the Raiders. Mm-hmm. Because Including David Carr, Derek Carr's brother, going talking about he's going to go on some podcast and like rip the Raiders or something. Good, he should come on the Capicast and do it all there. Yeah, Derek Carr, but he's going on some other podcast. I guess so. I don't know David Carr. Derek Carr, we talked about this literally all season. Mm-hmm. That Derek Carr. By the way, I also love how we got you to just call it the Capicast, which is great. Which no, I like it actually. I I, I at first I found it insulting. Now I have come to actually love the name, the Cappy. It's Cast. a great name. It is a great name because everybody's got a podcast, but only one guy has a Cappy. Cast. Correct. You see what I'm saying? You see, you always come around eventually. Well, I won't come around on the Chargers, but what I will say is this about the Raiders. Mm-hmm. You ask me, is it a good loss? I mean, most people would tell you that no loss is a good loss. What I would tell you is, mm-hmm. is that this Raiders season is over. This Raiders season has been a disaster. And the Raiders organizationally had to make a decision. And the decision was going to be, are we taking the coach 
are we taking the quarterback? Right, and they've you, made their decision, clearly. Right. Now, like in the example of the Denver Broncos, they're screwed into the quarterback. They have no choice. Russell Wilson is going to be with them. But Nathaniel Hackett, they could get rid of. And mm-hmm. that was no problem. They did it. Okay? Saw this report. Nathaniel Hackett will make for the next three years, I believe it is, mm-hmm. $80,000 a week unless he gets another job and somebody offsets it. eighty mm-hmm. grand a week is yeah. what he'll make for the next three years. Right. But the, the Broncos know they have to keep Russell Wilson. They could get rid of Nathaniel Hackett. Right. The, the Raiders knew they couldn't do it again. They can't fire another coach. And they also can't fire Josh McDaniels and then go hire, I'm just making up a name, a Jim Harbaugh, yeah. uh, a Sean Payton, because those guys are going to be $10, $12 million a year coaches. Maybe more. Right. So the Raiders aren't going to fire McDaniels Which, by, after By the one. way, the Sean Payton to the Chargers rumors, I'm curious to see it. The Chargers would have to have a complete flop in the playoffs for that to even be possible. Don't you point. understand? Part of what I love about what the Chargers are doing right now is they're not firing this coach now. This team was down in the middle of the season. Right. They're so hurt. They're not yep. going anywhere. This coach is not qualified. Yeah, but Sean Payton can sit out for another year. Yeah, right. What I'm saying is they're not hiring Sean Payton. Yeah. This guy just got him to the playoffs. He's not going anywhere. Yeah. So I love that. I think that's great for the Chargers, especially great for the well, Charger Great haters. for you. Right, exactly. As the Charger hater president right. and also but, a client. Right, but the Raiders, yeah. they I, had to stay with their coach. Yeah. And, so they, and, and they moved on from their quarterback. And for Derek Carr to walk away from the team, that is remarkable. All right, let's talk about how remarkable that is on the other side. And I know we talked about this earlier during Crosstalk. Let's talk about the disappointment with USC and how much of a disappointment was it exactly? Is it a disappointment? Is it not? Was it expected just based on the way bowls go? We'll get to all that. Final segment. Of course, obviously, we will keep you up to date on anything with DeMar, uh, DeMar Hamlin of the Buffalo Bills any news, you will be the first to hear it right here on this station. So stick around. We've got one more segment to go here on 710 ESPN. Thank you, Christopher. Absolutely. We are showing love, support, thoughts, prayers, and hopefully sharing good news sooner rather than later. We'll leave you with the last piece of reporting we got earlier in the show today, which was that he is uh, breathing more so on his own than less on the ventilator. So hopefully uh, that continues because that would certainly be a very good sign. So uh, again, for any news on DeMar Hamlin, make sure you stay tuned here to 710 ESPN, us here, the network, and uh, you know KJM in the morning, Travis and Sliwa, uh, Mason in Ireland, and ourselves. So we will be here for you in getting that information, and hopefully, fingers crossed, all good news moving forward. So um, last thing here, Cap. So you were talking about the we were talking about the Raiders, and I want to get to USC. But let's start. finish the Raiders' conversation. So they moved on. Derek Carr left. Derek Carr leaving. Shocking. Why? Because uh, leadership guy, all that stuff? Yeah, I mean, it's, it's his team. You know, it, it's been his team. And he knows that he can look at their record and go, we're not going anywhere. And, and the likelihood is I'm not going to be back next year. Yeah. Well, so for them to say, hey, let's try the other kid who's been in the system – and I'll just be the professional, and I'll be a backup for him to leave. I thought was the most unprofessional thing I've seen from him to this date in his career. And what I would also say, it makes me, for all the credit I gave him for being a leader last year during a tough situation with Rich Basaccia, I, I, I don't want to judge a person by their worst moment because I think that professionally this is probably his worst moment. So I want to give him a little bit of a, of, of a pass and leeway that we're all emotional, we all make mistakes. But what I would say is um, I it makes me wonder about that situation and maybe some of the authenticity regarding that. You know? Well, so look, I may be proven wrong, but um, he looks like a quitter. Okay? Um, and this has been his organization through every head coaching change, through every offensive coordinator change, through all the crappy rosters, through the move from Vegas, uh, from Oakland to Vegas, through the tragedy of last year. This has always been Derek Carr's team where he's been the leader of the Raider Nation and people have loved him even without winning anything his entire career. And frankly, right now, my opinion, he looks like a quitter. Yeah. I mean, it's not like Devontae Adams went to them and goes, hey, 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 wait a second. I came here to play with this guy. If he's not going to be around, you know what? Guess what? I'm not going to play this week either. Devontae Adams not only went out and played, he played his ass off. Yeah. So I really think that speaks a lot to to Derek Carr. 
and uh, and him choosing. I just thought it was really look. Guys get benched. It's embarrassing. I understand. Doesn't mean you don't show up. Right. And then the way they told the story it was like, oh, I sat with the front office and we just decided it was best for both parties. No, it, it was Derek Carr didn't didn't want to accept this. I'm sure. Yeah. So. Yeah, I'm with you. It was. Um, it made me feel like some of the stuff I defended him for was not accurate. Pretty disappointed. Yeah. But we knew he was going to be gone. And, and and here's the thing. The Raiders are really in a bad situation because if they don't make a move with him, and I don't remember if it's like a couple of days after the Super Bowl, if they don't make a move with him, they're going to either owe him a lot of money or they're going to take a cap hit, mm-hmm. and nobody's going to trade for him now. Because, first of all, he's not that great. And secondly, everybody knows the Raiders are desperate to move on from him. I don't think anybody's going to take him. Certainly not you know, right after the Super Bowl or right before the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, well, they'd have to cut him. And then they'll have like six million or so on in uh, dead cap money. Well, they're willing to start over. Yeah, and and listen with with where they might end up drafting, there could be somebody that they like. Yeah, absolutely. I don't think there's any question. So, boy, the AFC West really let everybody down this year, didn't it? I mean, everybody thought the Broncos were going to be good because yeah. they got Russ. Everybody thought that the Raiders were going to be good because they got Devontae, and both those teams stink. They did. Yeah, the Raiders right now have the eighth pick in the draft. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm curious to see where these quarterbacks land in this one. Because, like, who needs a quarterback? Houston, obviously, they have the number one pick. So they'll take the best quarterback. Chicago. Doesn't need a quarterback. Does not. I like their quarterback. Mm-hmm. Um, Seattle needs a quarterback. Probably so. And they'll have Denver's pick. How crazy is that? Denver has this season. Yep. And they are going to have the third pick in the draft, and it's going to the Seahawks. Right. And the Seahawks, who had all of their success when Russ was on his first contract. Yeah. So, uh, Arizona. Do you think Arizona drafts a quarterback? I don't think so because of the amount of guaranteed money that they've given their quarterback now. Mm-hmm. But um, they got a major problem on their hands. Yeah, um, that one is not not great either. I don't know how good he is anymore. Who's in the fifth position right now? Because it seemed like you had a list in front of you. Oh, yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, Indy. They need a quarterback for yep, sure. Big time. So yeah. a lot of quarterbacks go in the top five or six. Yeah. Yeah. And we're a year away from Caleb being the guy. Yeah, but I think the Raiders might get Tom Brady. You think? Maybe. Why not? Oh. That would be hilarious, actually. God, I would love that. Why? Bring Tom Brady to the Raiders. Oh, because you want him to play against the Chargers. No, I just want... Yeah, you do. I I love Tom Brady. Yeah, you do. And And, what a reunion that would be. It's a great story. And the Chargers. And you want him against the Chargers. Well, he'll beat the Chargers. I mean, mean, will he? Yeah. You're right. If they get rid of Kyler Murray next year, $97 million in dead cap money. That is not happening. Nope, not happening. They are married to Kyler Murray for at least another three or four years. But they're not married to Cliff Kingsbury. Nope, that'll be the move. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the Rams don't have their pick. That's going to Detroit. But they're not going to take a quarterback because I think they feel pretty good about Goff. Dude, Detroit has completely, in one year, I mean, changed. I mean, what we what we all assume is Detroit. Detroit's terrible. Yeah, but they're still not good. No, and they're not great, but at least they're a 500 team with an opportunity to be better than 500 and possibly, possibly sneak into the playoffs if things work out their way. Yeah. But um, at least they're building something there. They're learning how to win. That's what Dan Campbell said during Hard Knocks, and I bought that. Yeah. You did buy it. Big time. If the Rams... Lindsay, what's the story if the Rams win this weekend and the Lions win? Yeah, I think so. If the if they both win this next week, then... The, the Lions are in the playoffs. Yep. Huh. There you go. Dan Campbell. Go Lions. Big your, Lions guy. Your second favorite team. Well, this year. I adopted them. Yeah. Um. So, anywho... You were going to talk about USC. I'm glad you were. Yeah, I, man, I I really feel like I I tried to temper expectations this year because of what cost them in all their games that they lost for the most part. Now I know you could say the Pac-12 championship was Caleb's injury. Yes, that played a role in it, but also their defense was not good. Like, did you watch? I mean, if we recall, the tackling in that game was also atrocious, and it was for most of the season. The only thing that they had going for them on defense was they were occasionally opportunistic and cr- created a lot of turnovers, but that's not really sustainable. So, but, yeah, but, like their defense is not good. But this this loss to Tulane. Yeah. Let, let me just say this. Oh, they wanted it more, sure. Yeah, Tulane wanted it more. Um, 
Tulane will celebrate this win because the fact of the matter is, and I'm no Tulane football historian, but I think I know enough to know this is far and away the biggest win in the history of their program. And so Tulane will celebrate this win, rightly so, and USC will blow off this loss because USC knows that they had that game The kick returner fumbles the ball at the two-yard line. It turns into a safety. The safety turns into giving the ball back to Tulane. Tulane's running game, to their credit, was blasting through this USC defense, which we know is not very good. Mm -hmm. And Tulane just never stopped playing. And I got to give Tulane all the credit in the world because, George, you and I were tweeting back and forth during Mm -hmm. this game. I assumed that Tulane's schedule which you know included UMass and Alcorn State, and they lost to Southern Miss. Uh, they lost to Central Florida. Mm-hmm. They eventually beat Central Florida because they got a chance to avenge In their, their loss. championship In, game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So they're good, but they're not Pac-12. They're SEC, like they're good ACC adjacent. Good. They're, yeah, they're good adjacent. Yeah, they're the All-American Conference. I think is what the name of the conference. Yeah, the AAC. Is they yeah. Right. So that's not that's a mid-major. The AAC is like the Mountain West. They play Division One football, and occasionally they may beat a team from a bigger. Yeah, conference. like Fresno, right? Is good. Yeah, right. Yeah. But they're not gonna. They're not on the same you know level. Right. And so uh, at fourteen nothing, I was like, okay, the the difference in competition. SC is going to wipe the field with these guys. Yeah. Couldn't have been more wrong. Right. Right. For sure. But the defense needs to be addressed. And um, by the way, the Under Armour game was played today, and the MVP is a USC commit, a wide receiver. So, oh, really? You know, I didn't get to watch that. Although I did see it on ESPN, I just couldn't get myself away from all the, you know, the repeated news or the repeated conversation all yeah. day long about Demar Hamlin. Otherwise, I should have watched that game. My guy Dave Pash called the game. But the um, the reality is this: if this is the baseline, which I would expect for the Lincoln Riley era, which I think will be very fruitful. If you're listening there, Boney, we're in, we're on your side here. Um, I think that uh, good times are coming. I just uh, I just hope that they can get some more defensive players on this team via the portal or recruiting, et cetera, because they really need it in a big you way. Think, you think USC football, you think USC athletics is, like, embarrassed? Like, oh, man, we lost the two lane in the No, it's just annoying so, more right? than anything else. Yeah, I, I think, yeah. look, they they had a great year in year one of Lincoln Riley. They had the Heisman Trophy winner. Yeah. They had an opportunity to get into the playoff, which unfortunately they lost against Utah. And Utah, we saw them get beat up, you know, by Penn State. Yeah. And so, look, did were these kids motivated and fired up? And and you know, this was a championship caliber game. I don't think so. I would say that Tulane, this was everything. You talk this about this was a their Super national Bowl. championship, of course. Yeah. And the kids who were on that Tulane team are all-time New Orleans legends now. Yeah. The kids who are on the USC team, yeah. eh, whatever, we lost the game, big deal. It really didn't mean that much. We'll right. be back next year. Yeah. We'll make it to the playoff next year. Mm-hmm. And that's the way I think USC sees it. Yeah. Boy, was my daughter going nuts, George. Yeah. She's like, Dad, I went to Tulane because of the academics. I didn't know that I was going to a football school. Mm-hmm. And I said, well, you weren't going to a football school. And you're probably still not going to a football school. This is probably a one in 25 year kind of season for Tulane. Right, 100%. Uh, Cappy, it was good to hear your voice again. Hopefully, we have good news about DeMar tomorrow. Yes, I miss you, first of all. Happy New Year to you and your family and to all of our great listeners in the Circle of Trust. And I will see you tomorrow in studio. And then I'm going over to this Lakers Heat game tomorrow to bring some uh, some positive momentum to LeBron. I mean, just blew right through. Thank you for that. But you blew right through the uh, Laura's sign that said uh, 5820. It's now 5830. But great job, Laura. And Lindsay as well. No. <laughs> need some glasses like me. Yeah, uh, all right. Thank you to Laura, Lindsay and Laura too. Cappy, great job. We'll talk to you manana. See you.